All right, welcome back, guys, to another episode of A Pinball Podcast. Thank you guys so much for being here. I really do appreciate it. And we are back with new episodes, finally, as I've gotten through all the ice storms that we had last week, lost power at my house for over three days. It was horrible. I had to actually interact with my kids. I had to talk to my wife a lot more. It, it was God, first world, no, <laughs> but it was an experience, guys. I, I literally, we ended up playing a lot of board games, lots of family arguments, but I wouldn't trade it for anything. At least we got each other, I guess. <laughs> of course, that's all we needed because we didn't have any electricity. Our phones were basically dead after a couple of days. It was just mass first world problem chaos, but luckily we're done with it. We're over it. And now it's just basically cleaning up the uh, the branches, the trees that are down and all that. But anyhow, while I was on my little sabbatical with all those issues, there seems to be issues that are cropping up right now in pinball. And those issues are play field related. And it's something that I kind of hinted at during my initial uh, Guns N' Roses gameplay review and or hands-on review. And I noticed that there might be some issues that would start cropping up. And sure enough, not even 24, 48 hours afterwards, it came to pass that there was play field issues cropping up in terms of pulling. And I think even now there might even be some chipping going on. And so, you know, with this episode, I'm going to discuss this a little bit, but from a different perspective, because I'm, you know, here's the direction that I'm going to come from with you guys. It's understanding why this is happening and not from a perspective of why is this happening from a manufacturing standpoint because quite frankly i don't know but i can tell you why this is still happening and why this won't get fixed won't will not get fixed in the way that people wanted to get fixed and we'll we're going to discuss that and this is going to be a difficult talk that i know a lot of you guys won't like this but it's a talk that we need to have because we need to deal in facts and not in feelings on this. And I can say personally, I have had to deal with a little bit of play field pulling myself on Ninja Turtles back there. It is around one of the posts. I've seen it on other games as well, not games that I own on friends games or games on location. And it quite frankly, it sucks. Like I, I hate it. I wish it didn't happen. I'm not a fan of it. I'm not one of those that is just like, well, oh, well it's, disappointing it's disappointing but at the same time we need to take a step back and realize why these issues will not get fixed in the way that we want it to get fixed and there's a reason for that and one of the big reasons why things will not change is because the variables and actions that are at play right now for consumers they don't necessitate a need for change from from the big company standpoints, from Jersey Jack, from Stern, they don't. And I know right now you're probably screaming at the screen. You're ready to do those downvotes. You're probably screaming to your earphones, but I'm going to tell you why it doesn't. And this sucks again, this sucks, but I'm talking from their standpoint and I'm not apologizing for it. I'm giving you guys facts of why this is happening. And I'm telling you the facts of how this will change. The only way to make it change. Because the question is, is why should they change? Now, of course, we're going to say, well, they should be focused on putting out the perfect product possible for the customer, for everything. And I agree with that. But I'm talking from the standpoint of that people still want the games. 
It's still selling like hotcakes. Their marketing was near perfect. That is getting people to emotionally connect with this theme with Guns N' Roses. You understand what I'm saying? Because these playfield issues that were happening on the Jersey Jack side, it was happening with Willy Wonka. It was well documented. Everybody that bought a Guns N' Roses knew, right? If you had a, if you have any type of online presence, if you listen to podcasts, you're on Penn side, any type of forum, you know immediately that playfield issues are baked into the cake. You know this, you know that there's, an, there's a chance that this will happen. It doesn't make it right, but what I'm saying is, is that you as a buyer, you're going in with this, or even us as buyers, I speak for myself as well, because I've done the same thing with Stern Games. We all go into buys knowing that our, where our tolerance levels are. And obviously, anybody that's bought a Guns N' Roses that was aware of Willy Wonka playfield issues jumped into that with the tolerance knowing that this was going to be possibly a problem because it was never addressed. It never was properly addressed. It never was said that we guarantee this won't happen. Nothing like that has happened. All right. And, you know, here's why this continues happening. From a company standpoint, I don't, I can't speak for them, but I can speak for having experience in terms of bringing a product to market and what different defects mean. And we're not going to get too far in the weeds on this. We're just going to stick with just the facts at hand. And the facts at hand are, is that oftentimes the type of defects that we're seeing on these play fields, even though they suck, they're terrible, they're horrible. Fact is a large majority of these and a, a large majority of how this is defined is via a minor defect. I know it sucks. It doesn't seem so minor when we buy it, but the issue is, is that it's not changing the gameplay, right? It's not preventing the game from being able to be set up properly. It's not a safety issue, okay? And oftentimes these quality issues are issues that people may not even notice. They may not even notice. It's undesirable to see, right? But some people may not even notice that. A lot of times, even if you're on location and there's obvious pulling to you, the average person will not notice it. And it sucks, but that's what makes this a minor defect because they're not in danger and it's not affecting the actual gameplay. I'm just telling you what the industry facts are. That's, what, that's all we can go off of. I wish none of this would happen, all right? But it is. It is. So we got to deal with the facts and we got to understand where do we go from here that can help change this? Well, you know, here's the problem with companies. You're going to identify your defects. You always are. You're always aware of what's defective, what was there an issue with, and you have to basically, you have to put it in different categories, right? And the only defects that you are really going to focus on, you're really going to make right really comes from defects that lead to high product returns. They lead to little to no retention of customers. And they pretty much just lead to a bunch of negative reviews and complaints across the board, the majority, right? And the reality is, is that's not happening. I mean, let's take Guns N' Roses, for instance, guys. Let's take Guns N' Roses. And again, we're, this isn't an apology for what they're doing. This is just strictly telling you guys why things are happening the way that they're happening. I'm trying to be the voice of reason here. If people are not willing to return back their Guns N' Roses game, 
or any game, this could be any game, if they're not willing to drop out in droves, if these games still keep selling out, then what, what's going to change? Consumer behavior is showing that they're willing to accept these defects as the norm, as the tolerance. Maybe norm's not the right word, as their tolerance level that if they happen to have something like this. Okay, that's literally what's happening. Until we see people jump off their CE orders, their LE orders, just any order in general, any pre-order, until we see, like until a, a company starts losing money, until their pocketbooks get hurt, nothing changes. Nothing changes. And why should it? Why should it? If people are still going to be in, why, from their point of view, why would it change? And, and that's just a fact. And guys, the only way that we're really going to move the needle on this, the pinball industry, the only way it's going to truly move the needle on this is if another company comes up and they have superiority, superior quality with play fields and the market in the industry or just the market in general, the consumer responds to that in such an overwhelmingly positive way with their pocketbooks, not just on forums, on the keyboard, on podcast, on YouTube, on anything. They have to respond with their pocketbooks. Until that happens, things will not change, all right? And if people can keep saying, hey, that's unacceptable, that's, just, that's, that's fine. That's fine. This is just the way it is across all industries. Across all industries, when you're dealing with any type of product, really, any type of product, when you have a minor defect in something, you have certain tolerances that you're willing to accept in X amount or a percentage of your actual overall inventory for a particular product. That's just the way that this works. Okay. We're, it's hard for anybody to shoot for a hundred percent perfection. Okay. Again, the only way we can answer this, the only way it gets changed, the only way is if these games stop selling. It's if these games stop selling. And they're not going to. They're not going to until we see somebody that is willing to give up their collector's edition on Guns N' Roses. Until we see somebody that's willing to give up their limited edition on any Sturm that has quality issues. Like Ninja Turtles had the coloring issues. Pen still sold. It's documented right now that Stern is upwards of 5,000 pins behind right now. I mean, they're selling like crazy. It's, it's shown that Guns N' Roses, they're way behind right now too because they've sold so many. Again, guys, that, that's just how it is. That's just how it is. And we need to face that reality. That reality needs to be faced. That we can all keep talking until we're blue in the face, keep making these demands for things to be better. The fact is, if we keep buying it, if you keep buying it, if I keep buying it, what's going to change? It's, we just, we got to face reality, guys. It's not going to change, unfortunately. And, you know, I, that's like the, that's the best way that I can put it. That's the best way I can put it. It's just, it sucks. I wish all these pins would come out perfect. I wish that people would not be spending so much money and be worried about what they're getting. They shouldn't be worried about it. That's not how this hobby should be. That's not how any hobby should be, but that's the reality. That's how it is. That's the sandbox that we are all playing in.
okay? And no matter how much we all scream that this isn't acceptable, you know what talks? Money. Money talks. Money talks. And right now, Jersey Jack has millions of reasons not to fret about it. Stern has millions of reasons not to fret about it. It's a fact. It is an absolute fact. And so it, it just, it, it is what it is. Until people start talking with their pocketbooks, it won't change. It will probably be continued to be considered a minor defect and just simply a tolerance, a tolerant defect. And again, sucks. I, I personally don't think it should be. My personal take on it is, is I think every single play field should not have pulling. I think every single play field should not come with chipping. I think that these things should be addressed as best as possible. I think that this issue should be alleviated to where it's completely just done. Just, just not nothing like this happening anymore. The where the play fields come as great as they possibly can. The issue is again, broken record. It just won't, it won't until we change behavior, until we change consumer behavior, until we change our need to get the shiny new thing, right? And it's been proven like this whole thing, guns and roses, we can put it to bed right now. The train of thought that wait to play something until you buy it. Fact is when it comes to LEs, it comes to collector's editions. You can't wait. You cannot wait. If you are a fan of the theme, you have to put money down. You have to buy before you're playing it or you won't have it. Human desire will take over, right? The only thing that you can legitimately wait on to play is if you're waiting on premium models, standard models, pro models. That's it. That's it. We can't, this, this type of discussion, we just, so we need to understand what the facts are of the pinball industry. And the facts are, is that human emotion will win out over logic. It will win out every single time. If somebody desires a theme enough, they're going to overlook and accept the flaws. They may go down kicking and screaming. They may hate the flaws, but is it going to be enough though? If it's your dream theme, if it's a theme you identify with, if it's a theme you really want, is that really going to be enough to make you not buy it? Is that really going to be enough to make you not want to own it? I don't think it will. I don't think it is. And I think all this selling out is proof. All, all, everything selling out is proof. So, you know, that's basically all I just want to talk about. And that's all I'm really going to have on this subject. There's nothing more that I can say. I think it's just a dose of reality that a lot of us need. That things will not change. I repeat, things will not change until people answer as a whole, as a majority answer with their pocketbooks. Cause the fact is, even if you drop out of a CE, even if you drop out of an LD, somebody else will be right in there to swoop up that spot anyways. So again, we're just, we're chasing our tails at this point. We're chasing our tails at this point. Now we can all keep demanding better. And I think we should, I think we should, but I think we also need to go in with the understanding that better needs to come or better will not come overnight. Better is going to come over time in terms of them, the manufacturers, understanding what us, the consumers, are willing to accept. And we can talk all day long. They will not change until their pocketbooks get hurt. 
until their revenue streams go down. Right now, every single company, revenue is up. It's up. It's sky high. So how, how do we fix that? How do we fix that? Honestly, how do we fix that outside of messages, outside of podcasts, outside of anything else? How does it legitimately change? And I don't see it changing. Unfortunately, I don't. When I look at all the factors at play, I do not see this changing one bit. And it's disappointing. I, I want it to change. Believe me, I, I wish every single play field we'd get would be dimple free. I wish it would look like glass. I wish it would be flawless. I wish the colors would be vibrant. You know, everything. I, I, just, I wish for perfection. But I'm also buying with the knowledge that that's not going to happen. And I feel like there's thousands of consumers out there that do the same exact thing. It's obvious with Guns N' Roses. I, I would have to think the large majority of people that bought the CEs for Guns N' Roses were well aware of the Willy Wonka playfield issues. Were well aware that there's still... Wonka customers that haven't been made whole yet for a new play field. I mean, there's nothing more I can say. There's, there's absolutely nothing more I can say until consumer behavior changes. This won't change just the way it is guys. That that's the facts, you know, don't accept it. That's what I'm saying. We don't have to sit back and accept it, but that's what's got to change. But other than that though, guys, that's all I got from here. This was just sounded like just a broken record podcast, but that's all I got. Cause I know a lot of people are going to have different, different opinions on it, different ways. People are going to be very passionate about it. And I am passionate about it. Don't get me wrong. I'm passionate about quality control, but I'm realistic. I'm very realistic when it comes to understanding the human nature of a consumer and how a manufacturer or how a company reacts to that. I'm curious to see how it goes. I mean, it'd be interesting, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know if we'll get any reaction out of Jersey Jack. I don't know if we'll get any reaction out of Stern in terms of them actually saying anything or just trying to make these subtle changes or, you know, you know what I mean? These little changes behind closed doors to where you start seeing different play fields come out or different versions of what you're seeing, different little fixes and changes. Other than that though, guys, we, something's, something's got to give eventually and hopefully it will at some point, but that's basically all I'm going to say on this issue. There's not much more else to say until consumer behavior change. This won't change. That's all I got though, guys, you guys take care.